Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365, part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our week four Thursday NFL episode. This is the episode where we're going to get feedback from the wise guys who listen to the show for our sharp calls. We're going to make our survivor pick. We're going to build our money line under dog round robin parlay. We're going to give out our foxhole bet. We're going to give out our big balls bet of the week. We've already had a lot of conversations pre-show about that. We're going to narrow down our picks for the free-to-play favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick'em contest. As our old pal Colin Coward likes to say, there's a sea of money out there. There's a sea of money out there. You want to follow along with our official bets? Check them out on the contest website, favorites.actionnetwork.com. When we lock them in before kickoff on Sunday, if you prefer using the award-winning Action app, you can also track all the bets. Simon and I lock in by following two accounts, the Faves 5 and the Favorites Podcast. It's time for the main event. Let's bring in my co-host, my companion, my compadre, my BFF professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. 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 I've made about 10 bets that I've put into the Action Network app. And on every single one of them, I've gotten some closing line value. Doesn't mean that they're going to win, but it does mean when I look at it, I feel good about the decisions I've made. And honestly, it feels like this is the first week since the season started where I don't have just chaos swirling in my head as I'm thinking about our action and our potential lineup. How about you? (laughs) I'm right there with you, Chad. I like to lie to myself about having good closing line value as well. But at the end of the day, what what did our guy Scooch always say? The right side is the winning side. So it don't matter if you got the best number for being a winner. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. It feels good getting some good numbers here. Uh, but, yeah, like this this week might be a slaughter for the public, Chad. Like the way these betting trends are looking, the way the numbers are moving, Um People love the road favorites this week, and we joke all the time. Like, we make our money off home dogs. This is, looks like a, a good week to be backing the home dogs, chat. So, yeah, excited to dive into this week again. There are some really interesting games, and closing line value, I feel like it's the handrail on the roller coaster of betting. Like, we're just hanging <laughs> on. It's what's keeping us strapped in until Sunday comes. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. They believe that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION, and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the moment, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365, must be 21 or older, must be present in Colorado, Kentucky, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to all the new legal bettors in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. As of today, it's exciting. Week four kickoff is approaching. Opportunities all over the board, as we said. Let's not dilly-dally. It's time for Sharp Calls. Hello. Who's there? I'm talking. Ring, ring. 
And I'll just say, I do love closing line value. Me and Chad love it. it we live by it. But it, it's, I try not to, you know, I try to be real to people here. Like, I can't get that much money down Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. The books just don't take that much money. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of the way this works is certain sports books. I'm friendly with the people that run it there, and my runners are too. And we know some people. And if, say, like a good example this week, everyone their grandma is coming on Denver they're going to reach out to people like me to get some money on the other side. That's just the way it is. And we will negotiate and argue about numbers. If they have a three, I'll be like, I'll, I want the three and a half. Don't call me unless you have a three and a half. So that's what I'm trying to get down is like close line value. Yeah. I love it early in the week, but most times if you want to get anything above 10 K, they don't really open the books until Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to take those kind of bets. So um, yeah, that's this week. The pros I mean, there's so much argument. The biggest argument is going to be this Jets-Chiefs game, right, Chad? I think every pro in the world is like, give me the 10. I dare you to give me the 10. And we saw the 10 touched at a couple books, and it's gone. And, you know, that's a game we're going to discuss further on. But it's like, if you listen to this show, if you want to bet like the pros, you want to take the lines, that's a good number of a team that's undervalued against a team that's heavily overvalued. In a primetime game, you're going to be taking the Jets with us. So no shock in anyone. That was a big discussion. The, the more shocking game to me was me and you both loved Houston this week. I've talked to a bunch of pros who really like Pittsburgh in this spot. And Pittsburgh's, you know, whatever their reasoning is, the biggest one is they have TJ going up against two backups at left and right tackle. And that's a fair argument. Maybe me and Chad won't end up on that because we won't get to three and a half. But at three... I felt like we got a good bet. And like you said, closing line value, that's probably not going to go above three. I, if anything, I could see it going two and a half, two. So that was a big one. And the next game, I think everyone was in alignment on, um, even when we did this show, it's that Tennessee number, Chad. Like we saw we saw it a lot of books dip down to two, one and a half. Now you've yeah. seen some money come in the other side and went back to two, went back up to two and a half. But um, definitely knew some really smart guys coming in on this Tennessee team. They just like the spot against a Joe Burrow that – doesn't look the same. So perfect spot to Joe Burrow get right. We we talk all the time. That's one of the worst secondaries in football, Tennessee. But the the pros like Tennessee. So we we definitely feel good when we got that number two and a half. Um, saw a drop down. So not too shocking. That's going to be one of the more publicly bet games as well this week. Um, one I'm shocked by Chad was the Bills. I thought it was going to be like most people like us loving this Bills team. A lot of guys are scared of this Miami team, Chad and. The guys who haven't been playing Miami have just been on the sideline. Like, I know plenty of guys that didn't go in on Denver. You know, they kept saying, I don't know, how good is this Denver defense? I don't know if they'll be able to get any stops. And they were right. They, they gave up 70 points. Um, but, yeah, we did a film session yesterday, and it just – I have so much confidence right now in Josh Allen that if you can still get two and a half, I just don't know how you don't take this number. And I, I get all the love and all the hype. And I saw Stucky posted that hilarious joke on Twitter. Um, teams that score 70 points are 0-1 uh, ATS the following week. So, yeah, it, it's stupid, but I'm tr- I'm trying not to be like there's a pros and get scared by this Miami team. It's like we got to stick to the numbers, what we believe in, Chad. And that's a game we're going to break down that I don't know how we won't have this in our contest at minus 2.5. It's just such a nice number and a good spot. So, yeah, per- pretty – not not shocking that the pros love all the home dogs, but I was shocked by the love for Pittsburgh. And 
I just I, I'm not seeing it with Pittsburgh, Chad. I just can't get behind it. So maybe we'll, we won't take Houston in our contest out of respect for these guys, but it definitely was shocking to me that these guys like Pittsburgh so much. Yeah, uh, a lot to say about a lot of what you just said. Um, the Houston game is fascinating. You mentioned Stucky, Stucky and Raybon on the Sunday six pack, which you can catch on YouTube Wednesday nights and in the Action Network pod on Thursdays. Um, they talked about this game a lot. Uh, and uh, Raybon loved Houston, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, I'm glad to hear that we're on the right side with Tennessee. Miami Buffalo, look, yesterday on the film session, which everyone needs to go watch if you didn't, it's on YouTube. Me and Simon broke down a play by Devon A. Chan from the Dolphins, a reverse where he ran through the Broncos' defense, and uh, a play by Josh Allen where he rolled out right and hit Stephon Diggs like on a rope in the middle of the field on a play that had completely broken down. And it's one of the reasons we like the bills at minus two and a half. It's why we bet Josh Allen at 10 to one as MVP. Cause if they win this game, those odds are going to be cut in half. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. It's a great week for betting. As a reminder, you can catch every episode of the favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube right now, don't forget to give us a like, subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. You can also check us out in the Action Network app. We got to start narrowing down our games. We got to get to our foxhole. We got to get to Survivor. We got to get to the big balls. Bet of the week. Man, can we talk about that Denver Bears game? Because right now, uh, <laughs> that game is at three. We liked the Bears at three and a half. Uh, that game is at three at Bet365, but I'll also tell you right now at uh, the contest, which we're trying to be more cognizant because these lines in the contest have been messing with our head, that game is at three and a half in the contest. It's at three at Bet365. Um, so we're talking about two different things here. I don't want to confuse them. I don't like the Bears at plus three. I do like them at three and a half. You can't get them at three and a half in a lot of places. Simon, thoughts on the Bears at plus three? Thoughts on the Bears at plus three and a half in the contest? Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I'm trying hard not to hate it, Chad. It, my fear is like I just go back and watch a tape and like your coaching staff is just terrible. Like I don't terrible. know. I have no idea what offense they're running and it is week four. So it's all bad. But I think we're both just going to trust the number, trust the spot and – Fade a Denver team that offensively is good. Like, they're going to be able to score against this Bears team, Chad. That's the worry here. But their defense is so bad, and they're so bad against the run. I mean, how do – like, you guys have three really talented running backs, including your quarterback. So, you know, I, I don't see how the Bears can't stay in this game. It's just the fear here is your guys are so mismatched. At I mean, I'm not here to shit on fields, but – Russell Wilson, worst seasons, better than any season Fields has ever had. And yeah. this season, you can't put the blame on Russell Wilson for Denver's struggle. He has played well in this new Sean Payton system. So um, these are all the fears about why I, I'm trying to get there with the Bears. But I'm telling you, Chad, I talked to a lot of pros. They want nothing to do with this team. They got no faith. They've seen nothing from them. Even though it's an amazing number and a great spot to take them, they just they're like, that's just a, a black hole. Like you're gonna keep we're gonna keep throwing money in there and it might work out this week, but consistently 
Like, this is a team that I can't wait to bet in week 12, 13, when everyone's officially off the tracks. But that's why it feels like we have to take it this week, where it's like, I, no one wants it. Like, I, I don't even know what, like, when I checked the, like, our action app and see there's money coming in on the Bears, I would love to talk to these people because I've thrown money on it, but it's like, you know, a couple thousand bucks. Like, I can't really go big on this one, even though it's such a great number. So, um, if it's three and a half, it's it's way higher likely that we have this in the contest um, than a game we talked about earlier, which was another three and a half game. Was I was like, okay, maybe I'll be on the Panthers. That's gone. Bryce Young is going to be back. I'm totally out on them if it's Bryce Young a quarterback against the Vikings. So yeah, if we're if we're talking about one of these ugly home dogs, the Bears are right up there. So I, I'm right there with you, Chad. Three and a half. We probably have to we have to put it in the contest. Let me give you some stats. Because I think the Broncos have some issues that are not fixable from one week to another. On defense, they've allowed 12 penalties that have led to first downs. That's first overall in the NFL, which means they're just incredibly undisciplined. And like you don't fix discipline from one week to the other over the course of, you know, three practices, right? That needs to be ingrained from training camp on. That's the kind of thing you start to fix later in the year if you're lucky enough to fix it. 11 red zone touchdowns, most in the NFL allowed by the Broncos. But here's one thing that's really interesting to me. Evan Abrams told me this the other day. Remember last year, the Bears got better when they allowed Justin Fields to run an RPO, right? And that's when all of a sudden their offense started to open up a little bit. Justin Fields has two RPOs this year. Mac Jones has three. Like if ever there was going to be a week where I believe the Bears will open up their offense and put Justin Fields in a position to run on the edge, this is the week. That's why I'm buying into the Bears more than anything. But I'm not saying like, oh my God, this is like a line in the sand for me, a deal breaker. Is yeah. that three and a half? I think it's a part of the conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm I agree. Okay. Uh, next up, Cincinnati, Tennessee, uh, and this is where it gets interesting, right? Because it's at uh, two at Bet365. And I think we loved it at two and a half. I said it was my exact decision. It is at two and a half in the contest. And like, as we think about this, I said this and we're strategizing about the contest. We want to do better. Like, are we going to have to start locking lines on Thursday when we, if we see a majority of the lines that we like, we're getting a little bit of an edge. So is that two and a half in the contest? Um, but I think we love Tennessee either way. Yeah, this is an, a no-brainer. You, you got to bet this. You got to bet the money line. Um, if you listen to the show, you know the stat. No one is better straight up as a dog than Vrabel in NFL history. So yep. um, yeah, you, you just got to sprinkle some on the money line and take the two and a half. I believe Simon said, uh, this will be one of our bets on Sunday. He said it on Tuesday. Uh, it was my exact decision. I still love it. Um, the wise guys love it. All the tickets coming in on the Bengals, all the money coming in on the Titans. That's everything you need to know. Lock it in. Titans, Matt Mitchell, I want confirmation that we are going to lock this in Tennessee on Sunday. Confirmed. Confirmed. All right. Good. It's not our big balls. It's not our foxhole yet. Um, but... It is a big game for us. All right. Let's talk about Miami and Buffalo. Let's not waste time. I mean, I, I get why 
People are nervous about it. It was our Simon Says. It's still a two and a half across the board, but it's two and a half minus 120. Um, so this is this just feels like a smash spot for the Bills. I know there's trends against it. Let I don't me, know let me a say, smash spot. <laughs> let, no, it does. It does. Like everyone's freaking out about Miami. Everyone is freaking out about Miami. The Patriots played them well. Sean McDermott has played the Bills really well. I mean, has played the Dolphins really well. Two is like his completion percentage against the Bills, 59%. No, his QBR, 59%. Everyone else, the lowest, like he's above 80. So Sean McDermott knows what to do when he's playing against Tua. And now he's got three weeks of film and a Patriots game to see how they were stopping him. I like the Bills as a short home favorite. I'm just going to love it. Yeah, I'm not going crazy on it, though. Um, like that Tennessee game. I put, I'm, is it I'm weird? Is, I put $50,000 on it. And it's weird <laughs> to me. You know, the books call to negotiate. And I was like, listen, I, I'm not going any higher than two and a half. <laughs> I would not do that. This The reason people hate this game is it feels like whoever has the ball last is probably going to win, right? That's... And betters don't want to put themselves in those kind of spots where, you know, say what you want about this Bills team and how good they've looked. They got like two of the oldest safeties in football going against Waddle and Tyreek Hill. That's going to be a problem. And, you know, McDermott's got to scheme that up and figure out how to keep all of it in front of them. Um, but, yeah, it's again, I'm, I'm trying not to leak confidence on this one because I've already bet it heavily but it's just every day gets a little scary as we get closer to kickoff from each chat where it's just, I am so deep now. Now I'm about to lose a nice house on this Miami team. If uh, we've gone from a nice car to a nice house, if they, if they cover this week, <laughs> I'm getting killed here. So like we have to trust football and the spots and, you know, not only does numbers say this is good, this is just how it is, man. No, no teams go undefeated. No teams that, you know, you can be the all hype team. You can have 70 points one week and then you can be the dog the next week and just be embarrassed. What the book is telling you with this number, say Miami really was that team. Everyone perceives them to be this number would have gone from two and a half to one and a half to be one and a half at a pick right now. Like that's where this number would have went. If the professionals would have said Miami is this real team, you've seen the professionals have come in on the bills or they're sitting it out. And that's just how they're going to play this one where it's like, Yep. I don't know any pros coming in on Miami because it's such a bad spot for a team and such a letdown game. And then a divisional game, like what's working for them right now is I just looked at the weather report before he came on. It's perfect for what Miami wants, right? It's going to be 70, you know, no rain, no nothing. It's going to be like the perfect day for Miami. So they won't have, you know, what makes the Bills home field advantage special is that, you know, the, either the winds or the storms that get up there in New York. This is an early October game. So, like, the scheduling gods did the Bills no favor here. But what you just said to me is the biggest thing, that when a team like Miami plays the way they did the week before, it, they're going to be the public team. Like, everyone's going to love them. So we just we have to take a stand and trust our numbers and take the Bills here. And I hope people listening to us, I get it. You're so skeptical and you just don't want to do it, but you, you kind of have to. Like, you have to play the numbers here and you have to play this divisional team that you're catching over under a field goal. Like, there's still plenty of two and a halves out there, and I don't think they're going to be there for much longer. I do think it's going to close at three by kickoff. So 
I, I'm going to trust it, Chad. We're going to have this one in the contest. Minus two and a half. Give me the bills. Yeah, uh, I think there's a few things that are interesting. And to your point, 50-50 on the tickets, which to me says the public is really on Miami, but 82% of the money is on Buffalo, which tells you the professionals are on Buffalo. And it speaks, to, it speaks to exactly what you just said. Like the professionals are either sitting this out or betting on Buffalo. And so um, I think Buffalo has an equally good offense. Don't forget, they just demolished teams back to back that had looked good the week before, right? And did basically did the same thing that the Dolphins have done against two teams that were not very good um, in putting up 70 on the Broncos and uh, winning handily in week one and then you know having a harder time with the Patriots. But the Bills just have a better defense. And so if we're talking about, let's say Miami has a really good offense and the Bills have a really good offense. Let's say the let's say Miami has a spectacular offense and the Bills have a really good offense. The Bills have a top 7 defense. They're getting the most pressure in the NFL and their their blitz rate is the lowest in the NFL. So they're getting on a four-man front and they have the most sacks in the NFL. That's not anything that that I don't Dolphins- don't react though. They've played Zach Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Howell. So, right, but then you could overreact the same way for the Dolphins' offense. Yeah, no, we, that's what we're not going to do. Them getting seventy, but right. at the same time, like we're we're going to learn a lot about the Bills' defense here. This is like my my big point. Like I just told you, they got old ass they got old old ass safeties. Like that's if they're I'm going to point to a weakness on this team. They have old safeties, which they might be smart as hell. They're going to be able to read what Miami's going to do. But can they really keep Tyreek and Waddle from going downfield? And like that's what I can't wait to see because that's that's all this is going to come down to. Because I'm in total agreement with you. I think the Bills have a better defense, than Miami. Like Miami's defense to me is not that good. Like they have a bunch of guys who have just aged out. I mean, Howard, who's supposed to be their best corner, he was supposed to be their number two because they brought in Ramsey. Like that was supposed to be their guy. That's a big deal. And now you have Howard trying to cover Diggs. Or Gabe Davis, he's going to lose that battle every time. So again, I, I'm very confident in this this Bills team. It just means you will not be shocked if you know with two minutes to go, they're up three, the Bills, and two has the ball, and he goes on the field and scores a touchdown somehow. It just I just wanted people to be ready for that scenario. But don't be mad. You're playing a smart number here and taking this Bills side. And Chad just gave out that the the book he's looking at. It's eighty percent of the money is right now on the Bills. I'm looking at one of the most public books out there, and it's about 70% of the money is on Miami. So like, I just want people to understand the, the public is coming in on this Miami team. So um, don't don't be scared off that our ours are showing 80%. That is what Chad's saying. That's that's pro money, where at most public books right now, all the public money is coming on this Miami team. Uh oh my God, I can't wait for this game. Uh <laughs> here here's the question. How much are we going to want to slack matt mitchell during the game and if it's going badly i will not include him on any of the slacks because i will feel so sad that he has to endure this yeah i can't wait to see matt sunday night yeah everyone's got to tune in it's by the way everyone has to tune in sunday night just to deal with matt mitchell (laughs) one way or the other it is classic buffalo luck that they've got a great team and they got to get like a juggernaut coming in on a perfect fall day in Buffalo. Yeah. Commanders flashed to eight and a half yesterday. I bet at eight and a half. We talked a lot about it on uh, 
on uh, Tuesday. It's at eight now. Um, the wise guys had some thoughts on this one. Yeah, I think a lot of them are what I already talked about. Jalen Hurts is like that guy. Like it, it's no fluke. These 20, 20 and one straight up in his last 21 games and he's dominant at home. And the big argument for them is stop trying to do all this work and figuring out this Eagles team and just bet them first half. And there's like literally we're overthinking it, trying to figure out this Eagles team. Eagles, you know, say what you want about them and their coaching staff. This year, they're already two and one in the first half. And over the last two years, they're 17 and six uh, against the spread in the first half. So um, it's a team that. Clearly, they come out with a really strong game plan, and, and it works. So if, if you're scared off about this big number and back in this Eagles team, just go first half. But we have to take the eight and a half, don't we, Chad, on Washington? Yes. So I'll play that number, but I just don't know if this is going to be one of our finalists in the contest. Like, I love the number, love the, love the whole idea behind it, but this Eagles team is my number one power-rated team for a reason. They're just really good across the board, and – you know, Sam played well against the Cardinals, played well against Denver. Those are two really bad teams with bad defenses, and he looked really bad against a good defense in the Bills. Do we think the Bills' defense is that much better than the Eagles' defense? Not really. Like, I'd probably take the Eagles' defense over the Bills. So um, even if Sam's not throwing four picks, I think he's going to throw one or two up. Like, he's just going to get pressure up the middle. They don't have the O-line to really stop this this Eagles' D-tackle interior line. So, um we're taking the eight and a half, but if people really want my strong bet on this game, I'm just going to keep riding this Eagles first half trend. Like that, you could say it's fluky last year, but you know them winning 11 straight first halves, them being 17 and six the last two years in the first half. Like that's real, real data that this team is well prepared and really, really run a great, a great game script to start these games. Yeah, I don't know why people would say anything bad about their coaching staff. I think that Sirianni is great. I think he gets the team ready. I think he puts together a great plan. I think they're struggling through the first month of the season with new coordinators, much more offensively than defensively. Jalen Carter is going to win defensive rookie of the year uh, already. Don't jinx him, Chad. Yeah, already at plus 110 at bet 365. Um, uh, but I agree with you on the contest. This is going to be a tricky one. Right now, for the contest, we have agreed. We love Tennessee. We love the Bills. There's a couple of controversial choices coming up. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders at Chargers plus six on Tuesday. I bet it at six. It's now down to five and a half. Wise guys coming in on the Raiders. I still like the Charger, the Raiders in this spot. Um, I feel like if you got two knucklehead coaches and you got a big number, take the underdog on the road in a division game and the, and the, the, stats the systems will will back us up yeah you want to make it our foxhole okay because the other two games i was thinking about we can talk about it right now are the next ones on the list new england and dallas and casey at the jets to me those were going to be foxhole and big balls but i'm fine making the raiders a foxhole yeah it just feels like <laughs> all right let's do it not, not, not that everyone hates this raiders team but they're kind of like the bears of last week of the guys this week. You know, they're talking a lot to the media. We got Devontae Adams saying stuff. We got Max Crosby saying stuff to the media. Like 
this feels like a team that's on the teeter of exploding and this they really need this game like they really need this game to kind of save their season so um you know whether jimmy g is playing or not we didn't care that's why we grabbed the six it still doesn't really matter to me like i'm just i'm just fading this chargers defense that i don't think they can stop anybody and you know whoever's whoever's back there quarterbacking this raiders team i think but will move the ball against them so um yeah for me to make this our fox which i just feels like not not many people are going to be in there fighting with us, brother. Like this, this feels like it's been pretty empty. So I love it. All right, then we're going to the foxhole. You know me, regardless of what's going on, I'm a foxhole guy. I commit to a team. I commit to a city. Uh, I'm a foxhole guy. And Evan Abrams just put a stat in the script that made me like it even more. Road division dogs of three and a half of three and a half or more the last two years, thirty five and sixteen against the spread. Now we're in the foxhole, and you know what we got in the foxhole right now, Simon? Ammunition. <laughs> you love that trend. I love it. I also love when I can do a good wordplay right, right there off the top of my head. Uh, New England at Dallas was minus seven. Now it's six and a half. I bet it at six and a half. This was the game when I was doing my research on Monday. I was worried because we had talked about New England Sunday night. I was worried on Tuesday I was going to have to try to convince you that Dallas was the right side. We both kind of came to that conclusion. We still feeling that? No, I, I, I just didn't know what to do with it. I was hoping to get some clarity for some guys because I, I got this power rated right at where it's at. Like, I think this is a good number by the books. It's a fair number. Like, there's a lot of questions about New England, mainly Mac Jones and what this kid is. And Dallas, you know, I, I try not to overreact to it, but like Detroit tonight, say they do go into Green Bay and win this game. I could, I mean, I could see them, you know, being right there with Dallas or being the number three team right now because this is a game Detroit always loses tonight. Like this is a game they should lose. The public loves them. Everyone's coming in on them. Golf outdoors in this game, they always lose in Lambeau. So, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm looking at this Dallas team and, I don't know if they can fix it in one week, Chad. That's the fear. Like, they need a lot to fix on that offensive line, and they have one week to do it. And now here's coming Belichick and Belichick's defense. Like, you thought Arizona's defense played really well against Dak. You're you're getting, like, the master. And he's got the guys now. Like, this – I can't get over how good this Christian Gonzalez kid is. And Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. Like – I, I, again, I don't care about the last game. I went back and watched him against Tyreek Hill. Like, that, if you want to watch a rookie – looking like an all pro go watch how he played against Tyreek Hill when the the Miami played the Patriots. So, um, you know, Bill hasn't had a shutdown corner since Revis. And if you go back and watch all the old film about how he designed that defense with Revis, he would literally bring a safety up and not even have a safety over on Revis's side. It was truly Revis was on one side by him his entire self. And there's a couple times in that Miami game, where he, you know, he did this umbrella defense people kept talking about, where it's when he did a low drop safety. So he had a guy in press really up close on Tyreek to get him off his route. And then he had a safety really close, low down, that they weren't really respecting the deep shots. He can do that same exact style here against this Cowboys team that who is their deep threat? Like CeeDee Lamb's not that guy. Gallup has not been that guy since he's come back from the injury. I cooked some miss last week. He should be back this week. I, I just, I don't, see the wins right now for Dallas on offense. And then flip side, New England, Chad, my fear is they're going to be able to run the ball against this Dallas team. I just, 
that that's what New England wants to do. Like Zeke, I believe he had just as many, or maybe he had more touches last week than Stevenson. It, they're they're kind of moving into a more two-headed monster there for New England's running back position. So um, I would love to get there with you on Dallas. I just can't. I, I, I can't get there. Can't get there at this number. You're probably right. This is probably the right time to back them. I just – it's such a big number here. I'm just inclined to take the Patriots. It's just such a big number for a Dallas team that they're not fully healthy offensively on the offensive line. And the books, maybe they haven't accounted for how much digs was really worth to this defense. So we're, we're learning a lot here about this Dallas team and what they're going to be this upcoming season. I'm counting on regression to the mean. And what I mean by that is Dallas was two for five in the red zone against Arizona. And I would expect that is something that can get cleaned up with better play calling Uh, and looking for Jake Ferguson more in the red zone. Um, So I think Dallas in this spot, it's when Dak has historically been the guy you can count on, right? You're getting him as a favorite at home. So I like Dak in this spot. I like Dak and Mike McCarthy fixing their red zone issues. So I'm riding with the Cowboys minus six and a half. If it's a seven, I'm not doing it. But it's a six and a half. I feel like I'm getting half a point. It's just a skosh. Quick stab before we move for my guy, Evan. Dallas allowing 5.3 yards per rush. Third worst in the NFL right now. All right. Next game. I'm going to say it right now. Big balls, bet of the week. We we got to take the Jets. Kansas City at the New York Jets. It's at nine and a half. I believe it will hit 10 on Sunday. You might feel differently, but it hit 10 yesterday for a second. I bet it. Dude, this is, we missed this last week with the Cardinals, right? Where nobody was back in the Cardinals as a huge home dog. And we didn't even discuss it. This week, we're discussing it. Right now, 16% of the tickets are on the Jets. Only one team since 2014 has closed with fewer than 20% of the tickets at home in a night game. Pats, plus six and a half versus the Bucks in 2021. That was Brady's return to New England. I'm telling you people, the, the group that's coming in heavy on this Jets team, highly respected, smart guys, back to smart money here. Hopefully we can get the 10 again. Like me and you hit the 10. I've grabbed some nine and a half just in case it does drop, drop even more in a few books, but I, I'm with you. I do think I'll get back to 10. I just, the guys I know and respect, they're going to keep hitting this anytime it touches 10. So I don't know how they do it, Chad. I, I wish I could come here and spin some people some BS, but if you're just looking on paper, how they do this, how somehow this Jets team can step up in this spot, if, if you go back and watch that second half, he's he kind of found something there against that Patriots team after the the first half. Like again, it wasn't wasn't incredible. They didn't come back and win. He was, he still he's still Zach Wilson, but he seemed like he was making throws that he was more comfortable with going downfield, which is all I'm looking for. Like this kid, every time checks it down. Like that's why I hate betting on Zach Wilson. He just checks it down every time, but. In that second half against the Patriots, he was pushing the ball downfield and looking for his guys. So um, that and the Except defense. Except when it was fourth and 10 and they had no choice, he checked it down. He checked it. I can't take it. It's brutal. <laughs> um, but we're, we're really back in here is this defense. And yep. we gave the stat, which, you know, it didn't work out against that Dallas team. At the time, they were 2-0 straight up and 2-0 against the spread when Zach Wilson was their 7 or point more underdog. Okay. It didn't work against Dallas. 
that was a letdown spot after such an emotional win against the Bills and losing Rodgers. This feels like the same as a Raiders spot of like this is like their team against everybody. Like they got, you know, we're not the only ones whispering. You got to bring in Kirk Cousins. Like that, they're hearing that in the locker room. Everyone's talking about it. And the media is asking these guys about it. They all know. And this just feels like a stand for them in, on a primetime game where, like we just said, everyone, everyone you talk to is going to have this teased, have the, the Chiefs money line. And, you know, that Patriots game against the Bucs, um, they opened that line two and a half. It went to three and a half, went to four and a half, went to five and a half, then closed at six, six and a half. And the Patriots missed a field goal at the very end of the game to lose that game. So the last time this exact scenario happened where everyone in the world was saying, this is free money, come and bet the Chiefs money line, come and bet the Chiefs on the spread, come put them in their teasers. It came down to a field goal that decided all those things. So um, we have to take this number. This is, I can't believe I'm going to say this. This is probably going to end up in our money line around Robin. And that would be so hilarious if the Jets started the year two and two with Zach Wilson, their quarterback, with a win over the Chiefs and the Bills. Football is so stupid. Simon, you like to speak in terms of nice houses and nice cars. (laughs) I speak in terms of the, what I call the K trifecta. I will be putting the 401k, the (laughs) K1 income, the 529 income, you name it, all of it going on the Jets. I'm getting calls from bookmakers right now begging me to stop hitting (laughs) the Jets. The question is, does this go into our contest at nine and a half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what you got to do, Chase, you got to get a high yield savings account. Okay. 5% right now, thanks to the U.S. government. So get on that, my guy. No, I'm, dude, believe me. You're in. (laughs) Totally in. What you got to look out for is the 6% CD that is being oh. offered at certain <laughs> banks right now because there are tax implications. That's but we true. Can get into that. We can get into that uh, later. All right. So right now, we really like Tennessee. We really like the Bills. We really like the Jets. We've got a couple spots open in the contest. Uh, Pitt at Houston. We talked about that a little bit. It was a three and a half. Now it's a three. I know what you're saying about TJ Watt against the the, um, backup the backups. Left tackles, yeah, it's scary. But but I do think that this this Steelers run game rush, rushing defense is terrible. I think their rushing offense is terrible. I think that uh, Mike Tomlin on the road as a favorite is not the same as Mike Tomlin at home as an underdog. So in every respect, I still like the Texans here. We'll just stay away from it then because I, I don't want to go against the boys and I totally get where they're coming from that CJ is due to lay a total fucking egg. Like this, that's just how it is with these rookies. And he is, you know, making great reads and having great plays. <laughs> he has not seen a TJ Watt. Like we can say what we want about the Jaguars team. You know, that was more the Jaguars, right? Just laying an egg. Yeah. And I don't know if Pittsburgh is going to be in the same spot. Like I trust the coaching as more in Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, we'll just we'll stay away from that one because we do we have a game I do want to talk about that they have, they've moved to a favorite. Maybe I can convince you to move to. Um, All right. Well, but before we get to that, let's do let's do one more. Then we'll get to that. Uh, Baltimore plus three at Cleveland. We were waiting to get to the three. It got there. I, th- I like 
if you, I like Baltimore here. Um, I bet Baltimore plus three, but I'm playing the number and I'm playing sort of the history here that you want to play the underdog at this number in a divisional game. I also could understand if we want to back off it, like, and Stucky talked about this, you've talked about this. This Browns defense is historically great. So I have no concerns if we want to walk away from this. Yeah, like I have no idea what to do. This is their first real test, this Cleveland defense. But on the flip side, like L- Lamar, this is terrifying for him. Like he he needs he needs his O-line back. So this is one of these where if you if you do want to take the Ravens, take it like me and Chad are doing. We're putting a little on the three. And maybe once all these guys get cleared for Sunday, and I know who's going to be back and playing for, you know, this banged up Ravens team, maybe I'll put some more money on it. But I just – I have a hard time getting there right now because everything I've seen from this Cleveland defense, like they're they're incredible. And they match up so well against what this Ravens team wants to do offensively. So, um, yeah, like there's so many great games this week, and this is another one where it's like not this decides the Browns' season – but if they win this, Chad, me and you are feeling like geniuses taking them to if, win this division. Dude, like, if they win this, all of a sudden I get to keep that ticket. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. seriously, though, it's like th- th- this is just – this is one of those games where we wouldn't be shocked if what happened in Pittsburgh happens here. Like the Browns, Brown. It's what the Browns do, and that's what sucks, where it's like me and Chad, we love the Browns. We have to take the three with the Ravens. Because of the history and because of Lamar as a dog, historically, he is very profitable taking as a dog in this spot. So we'll, we'll hold our nose and take the three, Chad. But another game, I just I just can't see us having in the contest. Like, it's just it's just hard for me to get there. All right. So Lamar, what, game, what game right now we're talking about Tennessee, Buffalo and the Jets that we really like for the contest. It, it's much smaller grouping than we normally have. I, I could see us wanting to get the Raiders in there. What is the yeah. game that you want to? Convince me of. And I just want to say real quick, Evan sent us to us. Lamar 11 and two as ATS as a dog. So it's just play the numbers, people like me and Chad. We, we thought maybe we'll go against them with Cincy in week two. And Lamar made us eat our lunch. So yep. um, how can I get you on the Rams, Chad? Dude, dude, <laughs> I love the Rams. I bet you're, the Rams last night. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, in the like, what worries me is that that trend of teams that go from underdogs to favorites and so right <laughs> now yeah you know right now the like that's why i bet the because there's there's some discrepancies here like the rams are plus one i got them at plus one and a half last are night are they one and a half in the contest though i'm looking right now Cause, uh because apparently rams, one and a half in the contest is our, our sweet spot with the, the saints last week yeah, so if if we could get the Rams at one and a half in the contest, lock it in. Then I would say let's start locking in yeah. our lines. But I love the Rams. You know, stuck last night I was listening to the Sunday six pack. Raybon loves the Rams at plus one and a half, and he had great reasons. Right now, in the contest, the Rams have minus a half. Mm. I know. Yeah, that's it's tough. tough. So at least we don't have to rush to it then. But yeah, I, I would have loved them at one and a half. It's just it's a great spot for a Rams team that there were so many little BS things that happened in that Bengals game. Like they had a touchdown taken away and they had to settle for a field goal from I think the three or the four. And there was biggest just a bunch of little things wrong. Simon, biggest luck rankings differential this week are the Rams and the Colts, with the Rams being the side you want to bet. 
That and, and that makes sense because I felt like the Colts were the luckiest team in all football last week against that Ravens team. Like totally. every little thing that went right went right their way. So yeah, um, yeah. Like I said on Tuesday, I love the Rams. I love them again here. It's just they're going to just keep being undervalued by the books. Like they just the public does not respect this team. They they just don't respect Stafford. Um, it, it's just the way it is for this Rams team. So yep. Uh, if they can win this game and then get Cooper Cup next week and be two and two, that they're they're a sneaky team. Like we talked about all summer, they're a sneaky team to win this division. Like the 49ers are great. We saw the 49ers did struggle with this Rams team until that fourth quarter, right? I think it was a 23 to 20 game head into the fourth, and then they got the touchdown and whatever happened. I, we got that late field goal to yeah. give us the cover with the Rams, but the, the the Rams just aren't as bad as the public perceives. So I, I love this spot for a letdown spot for the Colts and a bounce back spot for a Rams team that I just think they got unlucky against that Bengals team. So it, it feels good to know the luck rankings are on this one because we talk all the time. You, people can hate on the luck rankings. It works. It's profitable. We've been betting now for over two years and it's still turning a profit. The books haven't caught up to it. So, um, yeah, we looked like idiots last week with the Broncos. That was a one-off. Like, don't don't overreact to that. This is the biggest luck discrepancy. I, I already love the Rams. How do we not take this one? There are places right now where you can still get the Rams as a short dog. The, the minus a half doesn't really bother me. Um, no. So I'd be, I'd be comfortable putting them in. But you and I might have to have a conversation after the show. Are we going to lock in? Because there's four that we like right now, and I think the lines on all of them are are iffy. That's fair. So uh, we will talk about that. Simon, I'm going to ask you a question right now. Can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. Game time. I love game time for two reasons. One, they sponsor this show. Two, I actually use game time to buy tickets. They've got amazing Last-minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm actually going to open game time from my house right here in Connecticut. I can go to the New York Jets game on Sunday night against the Kansas City Chiefs, and maybe Taylor Swift will be in the house. And I can get in for less than 130 bucks. Also, it's a beautiful night here on the East Coast. I can go see the New York Mets for 6 bucks. It's amazing, folks. You got to use... Game time, no matter where you live, download the Game Time app, get out, have some fun this week, go sweat your bets live and in person, and you can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code favorites for $20 off last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Before we get to the money line, round robin. Reminder that the week four contest tiebreaker is New York Giants total penalty yards on Monday night football. Our predictive analyst, Billy Ward, writes a tiebreaker strategy article every week, and a link to that article can be found in this episode's description. If you want a leg up in the contest, also, some listeners have reached out regarding our NFC West preview episode from the summer. Does Simon still think the Seahawks have arguably the best wide receiver trio in NFL history? Through three weeks? Do you still believe um, I would say no. That hasn't lived up to the hype yet at this point. He's walking it back. All right, let's do our money line <laughs> underdog. No walk back. Round robin parlay. My dog likes your dog. Your dog likes my dog. Here's my suggestions. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Ravens. Yes. Titans. 
Yes. Houston. Houston. I was this hesitating. Is, this is a Houston there. Texans podcast. I, I was hesitating there on um the Dolphins. But I would say Houston for sure. Raiders. These are little dogs. Let's get a big dog in there. You want to go Vegas or the Jets? I said I said Vegas. Vegas. All right, yep. that's four. Bears. Uh no, they fucking suck. Like they're not gonna win. I got no faith. Bucks? You guys don't know. You guys don't even know how to win. All right, Bucks. <laughs> Bucks. Yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah, Bucks. I can get. Yeah, I rather. I rather do the Bucks than the Bears. All right, Bucks, Houston, Ravens, Titans, LV. That is our. Damn, that is ugly. That is ugly. That is ugly. Uh that is our money line underdog round robin. Simon, make Little Caesars which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Simon, have you ever had a problem that pizza did not fix? Never, Chad. Never, ever, ever. Order online during our pizza, pizza pregame, one hour before NFL games, and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, how soon after waking up is it appropriate to eat pizza? A second. It's a trick question. It's never inappropriate to eat <laughs> pizza. Either way, you win. And speaking of winning, everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the tastiest hour before kickoff. As a reminder, for the second time, I'm reminding people, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. So if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like. Subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. Also, catch us in the Action Network app. Survivor. Survivor. It's time for Survivor. <laughs> the Survivor Pool Pick of the Week. Uh, we got we got lucky last week. We 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 just went chalk, took the Chiefs. Never a doubt. Never. Let's a do doubt. the same this week. Let everyone else sweat it out, trying to figure out who they're going to take. Let's just take the 49ers, Chad. There's no no way they yeah. lose to Arizona. And this feels like their easiest game of the season at home against the Cardinals after the Cardinals just won. Get, give it to me. Listen, I'm just waiting for this line to dip under thir- under 14 so I can take it at 13 and a half. That's fair. So I know people like to hear number two. I'd go Eagles. We, we gave that Hurts stat. Um, like I keep saving the Eagles because I really want to use them when I have to. But for some reason, you already took the 49ers. Go ahead and use the Eagles, but um, that the, the 49ers have to be the play this week. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. They believe that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, Set for see for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION, and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1.00. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older. Must be present in Colorado, Kentucky, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. Before we get out of here. Action Network Director of Research, Evan Abrams, the engine behind the stats and the nuggets you hear on this show and across our network. You get the last word. Evan, what is the last word? 
So I felt like I was way too mean last week. So these are going to be a little bit more in your favor. Feel like, and I've been doing it throughout the show. I was a little bit negative. So it's time to get a little positive, but we have to talk about the Dolphins. So uh, I going into this, understand that like most league-wide trends, when you talk about the Dolphins, are going to tell you that they can't keep this up. So this is kind of the theme. So Dolphins are the 12th team in the last 20 years to be 3-0 straight up and against the spread and be listed as an underdog in their fourth game. Those previous 11 teams went two and nine straight up and three and eight against the spread in that next game. So basically telling you coming back to the mean, and that tells you a little bit more towards this next one. So this is pretty crazy. The Dolphins are averaging an absurd 8.4 yards per play this year. That is the most through three games all time. Second most, the greatest show on turf in 2000 at 8.1. So that, that's kind of where we are. And usually these early high power offenses Come back to reality. Teams to average six yards per play or more going into their fourth game, 35, 56, and one, 38% since 2019. So recently we've seen more offense. Obviously, this comes into play. So those are your two Dolphin stats that basically hopes that the Bills cover the game. And I have the money line, so let's go Bills. Next, this is just a fun one. And I, I this probably doesn't have a ton of, you know, back up to it but the Steelers are coming off a road game in Vegas teams after playing the Raiders on the road since they moved to Las Vegas are just nine and 17 against the spread that's a third worst mark of any team in the NFL when that team goes from Vegas to another road game one and seven against the spread so not great success but probably more just a fun trend and back those Texans baby yeah I was gonna say this is a Texans podcast Chad so I had to go there and then lastly, I've said this one before, but it's worth repeating. Teams to score three points or less the previous week, 65, 42, and four. So that's 60% since 2015. When those are when they are dogs in the next week, that goes to 44, 24, and two, 65%. That is the Titans. That is the Commanders. So this is, you know, going with the podcast this week, just trying to help out. You're a class act, Evan. You know what? I don't care what Matt Mitchell says about you. I'm glad you're doing this segment, and I'm glad you're contributing. <laughs> to recap, to recap, our foxhole, Las Vegas, plus five and a half. Our big balls, bet of the week, New Jersey, New York Jets, plus nine and a half. Our exact decision, Tennessee, plus two and a half. Simon says with Buffalo, minus two and a half. Our money line, round robin, underdog parlay. Houston, Baltimore, Tennessee. Las Vegas, Tampa Bay. Before we sign off, reminder, Simon and I will be back with our week four recap episode live on AMP and on the Action Network YouTube page and in the Action Network app this Sunday and every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. Until next week, love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.